for my real fans. Here we go. Here we go. Pod. Air cheers. Again. I don't know what pod it is. Air cheers. Ten. Nine. Mm. Number nine, bro. No, this is ten. Recorded nine on uh, the other day. Dude, I was thinking about this earlier, though. When we first started doing this, I was not so nervous, but I was in my head a lot. I was like, what am I going to talk about? Like, okay, here we go. Now, this is starting to feel like the most comfortable, like... Yeah. This the, is when my when day the, gets comfortable. Bro, when the lights come on mm. and we're just sitting here, I'm like... Mm. We feel the most comfortable when we're with you guys. We back. Mm. We, we back. back. We back. We bike. It does feel like that. Let's go. Dude, so let's yeah. get into it. So... We were talking about the old man dating thing. What it's like to be single dating. Yeah, yeah. So for everybody that doesn't know, uh, I'm single. I have kids, and I'm dating. What do you consider an old man? Well, I think old man is the the idea in your head, right? Because when I was twenty twenty one, I looked at fucking thirty, dude. I'm going to be old when I'm 30. Yeah. And then when I was 30, I was like, I'm going to be old when I'm 40. And now I'm old. Now, 40's all now, creeping now, around now the corner. Like, creeping around, <laughs> like, that's the little creeper around the corner. Like, I'm there. So, but it is crazy, dude. Like, it, it's just nuts. Because I was thinking about this the other day. So, been going on, like, multiple dates, dating people um, for the last few months um, since I've been back, right? And... I was I was thinking about the fact that in dating in general, so when when you're young, you're both single, no kids, it's a little bit easier because you find somebody that you find attractive and then you'll spend a certain amount of time with them, right? Um, could be a fucking super toxic woman or toxic guy. It ruins the relationship, right? But if it's a pretty regular couple and everything kind of meshes together, it usually lasts a little bit of time, right? How are you meeting those people in your 20s? Well, you're just meeting them out in public. Well, when I was 20, that's not the case anymore. Now it's just online. If if I walked up to a woman in the grocery store, I was like, hey, how are you doing? My name is Jamie. You know, I, I just wanted to come up and say you're, you're a very attractive woman. I wanted to introduce myself. But is that something you do in your 20s? I didn't do that in my 20s. No, at the bar, though. Yeah, but at the grocery store and stuff like that? Like, no, but you would do it at the bar. Because well, most 20-year-olds, they don't just hang out at the grocery store. We're not thinking about groceries, dude. We go buy fucking three fucking cases of ramen and take it back to our house. Would you agree, though, that in your 20s, you have a larger friend group? And so you meet people through your friend group yeah, more yeah. in your Parties, 20s? Parties, yeah, like parties, that. bars, stuff yeah. like that. And then when you get to like our age now, um, you know, 25. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to figure out the difference between old man dating and young man dating. And one of the things I think is that when you're a young man mm-hmm. dating, you have a larger friend group. The older you get, yeah. the friend group shrinks. Shrinks tremendously. Yeah. Priorities change. Tremendously. You have kids. You got, you got one friend that has one girl. That might be single. Yeah. And you show up and you're like, this is everything I got. <laughs> so what do you got? What's the challenge? Uh, so you're in it. outside of that, you're it's, in it. it's, it's basically 
like, hey, let's figure this out. And uh, on the other end, they have kids. They have uh, exes and stuff like that. They have schedules. We all have careers. Like, so you're, you're trying to figure everything out. Like, you're like, fuck, dude. Like, when do you get the time to actually connect, right? Because you go on these dates, and the dates, like, they either go well or they go bad, right? But if they go well, it's like, all right, we might not have another good date for a couple weeks, dude. And, and so that that time in between, when you add in, like, the social media and everything else in life, dude, a few weeks can change, bro. Hold on. For you. <laughs> Yeah, then you're like trying to figure some shit out. You're like, me, maybe. I've always wanted to do this. I always wanted to do this. Somebody's gonna come in and join us on the pod. That's getting cut. Hello. Hi. Hello. You called me. I'm uh, recording the pod right now. You're recording my call? I'm recording. Yeah, you're you're on the podcast right now. So I'm That's re- fucking I'm, weird. Yeah, I'm recording the podcast. <laughs> Did you need anything crazy? Uh, no, I was just going to see if you guys were uh, going to come, you know, hang if out. If oh, well, yeah. Please say come okay. hang out quickly, not seeing if you're just going to come. <laughs> Yeah, that's weird. Okay, no. Are you guys going to come drink some Arnold Palmer's with me? I don't know. Maybe. I'll hit you up after the pot. All right. Okay. Uh, all right, peace. Okay, love you, bye. Love you, bye. God, that was like the worst fucking phone. <laughs> your sister. <laughs> you guys going to come? All right. You guys going to fucking come? Right? Mm. understand dating's hard. Mm. We'll get through it, though. Mm. We'll get past But it. the real thing about dating is like it's just the scheduling. It's like scheduling. You meet somebody that you actually enjoy, you do that, and then you're like, all right, the fucking scheduling just doesn't work out, right? But not only that, is I, I've met somebody recently that is super cool. Uh finally super attractive. But you know, I was just in a weird headspace. And then and then if you don't make the move at the right time then you kind of just like it's like fuck but that's kind of I gotta, I gotta I gotta wait two weeks no normally it's like all right dude hey I didn't make I didn't make the right move tonight all right not I'll with the girl it, that I'll, I'll not with the girl tomorrow. that I didn't get off the couch with I'll make it tomorrow I didn't make those moves right so was, is she the girl that I didn't get off the couch with yeah that's what I'm talking about and so I fucked it up it's over. Oh, is she the girl? No. It's over. Yeah. Well, good story, bro. Are you the girl? It sounds real hard um, for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> sounds really hard for you, but uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know where to go with that. Mm. If it was more than scheduling, I'd be like, all right, mm. let me dig into this. Let me help you out. I'm I think like, we're going out tonight. No, I'm not going out tonight. Yes, you are. No. Yes, all right. you are. <clears throat> Well, here's what I wanted to say, and it was kind of based off of when we were posting the last podcast, mm-hmm. uh, how every time we posted it, it kept getting like, so I posted on YouTube, 
they said they'll post it, but they're not going to put it in the algorithm. We posted it on TikTok. That's nice. We'll post it, but we're not putting the algorithm. So I'm like, all right, cool. No, no, no. We tried to promote it on TikTok. Yeah, either way. And they were like, you guys are saying some shit we don't want to promote. Yeah. And that was very disturbing. That's super fucking stupid. Because we didn't even say anything crazy. Whoa, 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 whoa. Because you can't even say it now, or they're going to do this one. We call them E-Island. Mm. Big E Island. Big E. Big E Island. Oh, yeah. If, Big E Island. Yeah. Big Not E Island. Big E Island. Apparently, if you say Big the name, e. bro, that was the craziest thing, was we were talking about something that is common knowledge that everybody knows about. Everybody knows about. It's not even con- controversial There's anymore. There's fucking so many documentaries. Big E out. Island. Yeah. President B.C. Mm-hmm. Microsoft's- Blue dress. Yeah. And Microsoft's- Big head honcho. I don't think you can say Microsoft. You can say Microsoft. Micro. Now you can't even say three things out from you it. You say micro and soft. Either way, what was interesting or what was wild was that they just banned. They, they shut banned, down. They banned the podcast. They banned the videos. They didn't ban them from posting them, but they banned them from getting into an algorithm. Yeah, they, they fucked those ones up. So the first thing that came to my brain was, all right, here we go. Now we're in freedom of speech. So you start getting into it. And that's when we get wild. I wanted to show you two videos, but the first one is this one right here. Mm-hmm. And Capone wants me to get a live reaction. So I'm going to hold the. I'll thing post down the video. The, uh, the thing is, uh, this first thing I just want you to watch. Mm-hmm. So hit play, the little play button at the top there. Okay. So this is the first video I'm watching. Capone will post it. How arrogant are you to think that you deserve to go through life with no one ever saying anything that you don't agree with or like? I want people to stop saying that joke's offensive. Yeah. I want them to start saying I found it offensive. Because you've got to own the emotion. Because that's all it is. You're yeah. just telling me how you feel about it. Yeah. There's nothing you... intrinsically offensive about this joke. But then they go, uh, wow, um, yeah, but you shouldn't hurt people's feelings. Well, you can if their feelings are wrong. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Get, if, yeah. if you don't okay. like the facts, get, yeah, don't yeah. change the facts, change the feelings. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And I love it. You know why I love this dude? Real quick. Uh, he made the movie uh, Invention of Lying. Yeah. Wasn't that so Such good? Such a fucking good movie. So good. I watched that movie, and after I watched that movie, I was like, oh, shit. And the thing about Ricky Gervais <sighs> is that there is like 80% of what he does in media, like his shows and his – I think he's hilarious. Yeah. There's 20% that he talks about in his stand-up I don't agree with. Mm. So what? Yeah. Like, I look at him, I'm like, well, 80% I think is hilarious that you do, and I like your points that you're talking about. Hmm. He doesn't usually talk about this stuff. What if it was flopped? What do you mean? What if it was flopped? 20% 20 you agreed with, and 80% you hated. Then I just wouldn't watch him. You don't think so? If if he was putting out 80% of stuff I didn't like and 20% I did like, I just would move on to the next person. What do you mean, do I think so? I'd, I'd still watch him because I, I want to find that 20%. Uh, maybe, but naturally, I probably just wouldn't care enough. Mm. Like, yeah. Unless I saw a little, a little splice or something like that. Yeah. But his point that he says is, how arrogant are you that you think you should walk through life without ever being offended by anything? Yeah. And what I really liked that he said it was, you know, because he's talking from a comedian point of view. He's saying, 
I don't want you to say that joke's offensive. Yeah. I want you to say I find that joke offensive. Mm-hmm. And I'm 100% on board with that. 100%. Fuck yeah. I'm like, who are you to call something offensive? Just say you found it offensive. Hey, it's offensive to you. And if you don't like it, yeah. just don't watch it. Don't try to get your fucking group behind you and say, hey, don't you think this is offensive? It's like, no, it's a, it's it's offensive to you. Don't watch it. The reason- that should... That was and should still be the cancel culture. If there's enough people that find it offensive, then they won't watch it. Exactly. I agree 100% that if they don't like it, they won't watch it. And if they don't watch it, you don't get funding. Exactly. Done. Yeah. That's okay. how a, if you <laughs> if they put a pilot on ABC, a new show, and no yeah. one watches it, they just don't pick up the pilot. Like, mm we ain't picking it up. Yeah, nobody gets mad. Nobody shames anybody. It's just yeah. like, hey, we put a show out that sucks. Yeah. Nobody liked it. Nobody's commenting and saying, like, this show's fucking garbage. Everybody should hate this. Ban this show. Or ban it. Or ban it. Ban the <laughs> actors that are in it. Ban anyone who produced it. It's like, dude, you didn't like it? Okay. It, or or the show didn't work out. The fucking ban okay. this shit. Like, it's just... Uh, it's an underrated. I've seen. I've been watching. So this is an old clip. This yeah. has been out for a few yeah. years, but it's an underrated clip because you don't see it very often. Yeah, and it's a really powerful. Such a good clip. I feel like it's a powerful line to say. Yeah. Don't say it's offensive. Say I find it offensive. Yeah. That small little adjustment. Yeah. In I find it offensive, is like perfect dude it's crazy no no issue with that if if you say you find it if you say it's offensive now we have a divisive conversation whether i believe you or not well well because for me i feel like if i say it's offensive i'm saying majority of people should think that it's offensive right if i say i find that offensive then it's just me it's just me in my point of view i'm not trying to get a group around it's offensive and what that sparked though was well the first thing that happened was when all of our videos got canned they weren't going to go in the algorithm yeah and we didn't even say anything that wasn't we didn't uh i don't even know if you could call it controversial because it's common knowledge i'm like you're talking about e-boys island right like we all know about that. We're talking about the so people, the flight that logs. That was we, a real thing. Everything's documented. But even more than that, flight logs are documented. I mean, there's so many. Like, at this point, if you're the person that is denying it, you're the tin foil hat. Yeah. It's like, dude, this stuff is common knowledge now. If you're denying it, come on, dude. Well, that's another thing within like adult dating now. Like you, you do these little apps, right? Oh, that's what I was thinking. And and they're like, dude, if you're conservative or this or you're anti-vax or just swipe left. I'm like, whoa, you're not even open to like meeting a person. Because I know plenty of couples nowadays that that have been married for 50 fucking years. That they have completely different outlooks on political views. It's it's changed, dude. It's changed. It's There's so many fucking boxes you have to check. You have to be 
six foot tall. You have to be, uh, you make this much an hour. Hold on. Or, Let's do this. Hold on a sec. Let's do this. Tell me top five things you see when you're swiping through dating apps uh, that are deal breakers for people. For My me? guess, or for no, no, people? when you're no, just as you're scrolling, right? Let's say you see a hundred different. Well, I can't profiles. say for people. I can only say for me. No, but you're saying that they're in the profiles. Yeah, they're putting in deal breakers. Right, but they, but it have to be for me. I can't say. No, for no, I want to know the ones that you see the most of. Oh, okay. Um, top five. I have a hunch that Trump makes the top five. <laughs> uh, Trump's number one. Is he? Yeah, yeah. So they put if red- you if you voted for Trump, swipe left. Yeah, and so give me the top five. Let's go. I'm like, let's go top five. Right. If you top five for, deal if, breakers. If, if you voted for Trump, swipe left. Number one. If you're not six foot, swipe left. That's crazy. Go. If you're not, um, girls have been changing this now. So they changed it from the hundred thousand dollars a year. To, if you're not um, financially stable, okay, is what they call it now. That'd be that'd be four. Um, the other one is if you have kids. Swipe left. Swipe left is I don't I don't want you. Yeah, swipe left I don't want you. Most say, mm-hmm. no kids. Yeah, if you have kids. So well, I'm going through like the top five, right? right. Top so five you most see. Four is like. Yeah, I, I don't kids. see it a ton of times, but uh, no, for his kids. Yeah, and I would say the the fifth one that I see quite a bit, honestly, is that um, they like money, dude. Well, you said financially. No, stable. no, 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 no. Just straight up saying, I want money. I don't. What does that even mean? It means basically you're know, like Just a hooker handing out. Yeah. So you got, my love language is money. So let's listen. You got. I have. There's so many that my love language is money. Let's listen though. Number one, Trump. Number two, you just named him. Number you one. Ask me fucking name again. Number one, Trump. Number two, six foot. Number three, six figures. Six figures. Number four, no kids. No kids. Number five, love language is money. That's the weirdest one. <laughs> when when their now, love language is money, I'm fine with that. I, I'll still swipe right because I'm like... Can I give my hey, opinion on if it, though? You, if your mo- love language is money, mine is too. So, bitch, you can give me 50. I'll give you back 25. I also, though... You stupid hooker. I understand, though, the frustration <laughs> of seeing that and being like, yeah. dude, this is crazy. Like, you're Fucking judging... hookers. You're going to judge somebody off off of these five things and they're a fat bitch sitting in their fucking mom's house doing stupid shit fucking playing video games looking at their fucking cousin getting arrested every weekend shut the fuck up bitch (laughs) (laughs) she's evil Uh, Uh, that's not getting cut out you better not cut it out and that's getting cut (laughs) cool well Let's move on. The uh, oh, I wanted to show you one more blind video. We're gonna take a full one eighty here. All right, calm down. You can't cut that out. That was so good, dude. I'm not. That was perfect, dude. That that puts people in their place. Hey, motherfucker. Hey, you want to be a fat fucking yeah yeah yeah. Okay, here we go. Next two. Blind reaction. Don't hit play yet. 
You see it at the top. Don't hit play yet. Here we go. We're taking a 180. We're getting out of the anger zone. Getting out of the anger zone. Let's go. One, two, three. Out of the anger zone. You can't please everyone. You yeah. can't fix every little thing. Yeah. Some people are going to think things that they heard on a website or saw on a fucking thing or someone's brother told them or whatever. And there's nothing you could fucking do about it. Yeah. The only thing you can control is like who you have around you. That's right. What you put your energy into and like who loves you and who you love back. And that's something like it's like a weird thing for me to even grasp now because like I've lived in discomfort for so long where that became comfortable. So now I actually have people around me that love me and it's weird. It's like, oh, it's weird. Being Can you explain happy. that weirdness? It's weird being happy. Yeah. It's weird like being like, I was like at home the other day and I, I was talking to my girl and my friends and I was like, I feel fucking like, weird. Like something's like wrong. And they're like, what? I'm like, nothing's wrong. What is that? Is that like a peace of mind? Is that what you... I hate to be that guy that's like anytime something looks up, some because everybody gets kicked in the dick, it's the biggest to them because it's their life. Yeah. You feel it? Yeah. I don't know. I've had that video like put aside for a second. Um, it's not really a motivational video. No, it's just a... <clears throat> just a uh, understanding video. Honestly. That shit hits that, hard, that, huh? That video fucked me up, dude. <laughs> Buddy's all fucking emotional right now. Nah, it fucked me up, dude. No, for real, though. Like, you don't, like, um... I was just fucking crying for fucking <laughs> 30 seconds. So, yeah. It's like, dude. That shit hits shit's hard. It's hard, man. Shit, the, life is fucking hard, dude. Life is hard. And when you have somebody... That... Um, doesn't need anything from you. And will still be there. Those are the people you keep in your life, dude. It's so rare. It's, it's, dude, extremely rare because a lot of the people that you think that don't need anything from you, they still need your time. And time is valuable, right? Time is valuable, especially right. the older we get. It's like, dude, the time that I have is limited. So, you know, and I don't know, to give it an example, we normally record on a certain night. I said, a something came up and you're like no 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 do it then we'll do this later it's like it's nuts dude there's yeah. it's nuts to have people around you that care about you enough to understand everything that's going on in your life and be there for you during those situations right yeah and you fucking and, asshole, you fucking, <laughs> fucking. I didn't expect that, dude. <laughs> I didn't know it was gonna hit the home so hard. Yeah, dude. <laughs> when I watch that video, I have a lot of those type of videos saved because they're not, like I was saying, they're not motivational videos, but they're like keep you in the game videos. 
yeah. type of thing. And I was going to cut that clip Well, they up. make you think of the people that are there in those moments. Like, those for real moments. Like, so... I'm going to take a minute. So, yeah, you talk for well, a minute. I'll gonna, tell you a story. <laughs> that you, I was going to cut that video up, mm-hmm. and I was going to cut it in half. Because the first half, he's talking about what it's like to have nothing yeah. and and just kind of push through and be your own dude. The second half, he's talking about, God, I met this girl, and for the first time ever, I felt happiness. What caught my ear in that in that video was that he got comfortable in the chaos. He's like, dude, when things didn't, when things weren't chaotic, I felt uncomfortable. Like, I, mm. I'm comfortable in the waves. Yeah. And I know a lot of people like that. Yeah. And I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with it. It's I think just I was like, comfortable in the waves, yeah. Yeah. You sure. get, and that's why I think it hit home. Because, like, you get comfortable in the waves. All right, we're just in a wave and we figure it out. And later. when shit starts to smooth out. Yeah. You start feeling like, gosh, this doesn't feel good at all, yeah. which is which is the the trap, right? It's yeah. like, bro, this should be what you're comfortable in yeah, right yeah. now. You're comfortable in the chaos. The chaos is why you're so <laughs> sad, yeah. or you know, the chaos is why everything's so bad. And the second things get good, you're like, like he said in the video, is like, God, why am I not feeling good right now? Yeah, like, why is this not feeling right? And you know, everything's good it's not feeling right because your right is the waves yeah and the reason i was going to cut out the half of that if we just talk about what we're going through is i'm like oh i i can relate to the first half uh as i watched it a few times like i said i've had that video for a while as i've watched it a few times i'm like oh the second half didn't ring true necessarily because he's pinning it on a girl he's like Mm -hmm. oh my life changed because I found this girl that yeah. understood me right. and and loves me and whatever, accepts me for yeah. who I am and stuff like that. And Which that, that feels great. Of course. But one of the things I had been thinking about was uh, but, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be a – like sometimes it's a buddy coming home no, or dude, something, you know? That's or what I was just going to say is like – the weird thing about it is it's when it's not a girl it hits so much closer to home i remember um the night i left here and i went and seen your parents for the first time i broke down as soon as i saw them once you moved back here yeah as soon as i saw them i broke down well why do you think you did It was a lot of, uh, so first I had the emotion of seeing you again. Someone I consider one of my best friends, my best friend. Um, And then seeing a support group outside of that, that was like, just like strong, dude. Like, they'll tell me if I'm fucking up. They'll tell me if I'm doing right. They'll give it to me straight they've always given it to me straight right but they've always given it to me straight with love right yeah they can tell me hey you're fucking up with love yeah. you know 
not like hey you're a fucking piece of shit right or so, like with love uh, is is uh, it takes out that judgmental right because sometimes the you say it and it's harsh yeah like sometimes ju- you need someone hey, to be right hey, in your face hey, harsh. it might be fucking harsh but like hey you're being a fucking idiot right now you need to change this shit but you can feel the judgment is out of it it's right. it's not that it's just it's almost analytical right and so yeah it, it is it's fucking crazy dude when i met when i saw your parents for the first time dad broke down on their porch and the blah, 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 <laughs> fucking crying shit and like, yeah <laughs> and yeah but um no, that just video just makes me think. It's like, dude, fuck, man. The relationships, the relationships that we have are so important because not all relationships are fake. Everybody always talks about this fake relationship versus real relationship, right? There's a lot of real relationships that we have. But there's also this underlining of real relationships that you can be really you and vulnerable and the person doesn't judge you. Yeah, bro. I bet you meet like two or three people in your life. Yeah, I would say that's probably probably 100% true. And I feel like the expectation at some point, at least for dudes... Mm -hmm is that your wife is going to be that person. Mm-hmm. And I feel like so many times it turns out that's the exact opposite. The person you're married to is actually the most judgmental yeah. person to you. They well, see the deepest. It's because they, uh, in my mind, I'm not I'm going to make any like sand down lines or anything like that. But I think... It's because they see what you're doing all the time. And as men, we try to make sure that we're protecting our women. We're, we're trying to provide for our women in, in, in any way we can. Well, you don't want right? to look weak. You don't want to look weak. And, and, that, and that even goes for the men that are like stay-at-home dads and have a career woman you don't want to look weak, so you're taking care of everything in the house. Like you, you're doing everything. You're you're not going to look weak at any point. So when you do feel weak, or you do feel tired, it almost becomes the last person you wanted to you want to um, express that to. That you're feeling weak. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather tell my friend that I'm I'm tired, man. But you're saying if they're judgmental. Yeah. Right? So if you're married to someone that you fully can trust, mm-hmm. then, I mean, that's, bro, that's end game goal. That's the that's the 80-year marriage. And that's the one you're like, dude, when I'm, mm-hmm. that's one of the hardest things I've had to deal with is. Uh, Women, understand. <laughs> The men feel weak, man. <laughs> and don't fucking shame them when they do. When you're at your worst, uh, I don't know, bro. I just don't. I'm not that guy. Like, there's only a few people that you can just, like, 
bear. Like when I was watching the pod when we were talking about. There's only a few v- people you can vent to. I mean, you can vent to whoever you want. There's only a few people that care. Well, right. It depends on what you get back, right? The feedback you get back. So if you're venting to me, obviously, like I have a a personal interest in your relationship, right? So like, let's say something bad happens in your relationship. I'm dying over there. <laughs> so say, let's say something bad happens in your relationship, right? You vent to me. I'm going to try to give you the best friend advice that I can give you that also lines up with the best interest in your life uh, um, advice too, right? So, like, I love your wife, right? And when you guys are having problems, when you vent to me, I feel like it's more like a, let's figure it out type yeah. thing, right? So it, it it's but there there's some friends out there that are like, oh well yeah then fuck her dude fuck yeah. her like go this route go this route they're always telling you to go left they're always yeah. telling you to go left. Well, it's the and, guys that don't have your best interest in mind. Yeah, so you want you want to keep the the guys that have your best interest in life are telling you to go right, and and trying to keep you on that track. And let and like until it turns south, and then they'll tell you the truth. But at the end of the day, it's like no, 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 go right, go right, go right, and you know we'll figure it out if if it goes left. And sometimes venting isn't the great venting isn't the greatest word that I'm saying because venting indicates I'm just popping off. Like let me just get this out of my system, yeah. right? Like I vent about stuff I'm mad about all the time oh, yeah. with people I don't care yeah. about. Yeah. One of the biggest things that I feel like uh, growing up that my family has had against me mm-hmm. was that I would, when the, the the basement stuff, the stuff you have in the basement, mm-hmm. the hard stuff to talk about, talk it's, about always, right now. it's always been easier for me to tell a buddy that yeah. or someone because, and, and I think to your point, it's that judgmental. It's not even judgmental because the family's not being judgmental. It's just I feel like sometimes if I really let the skeletons out of the closet, mm. the family's too close. Like mm. it's gonna hurt. They're gonna hurt for me. Yeah. Like, and I feel the same way. Like, if my nephew ever came up to me and told me some really hard s- stuff he was going through, or mistakes that he made, mm-hmm. it'd be hard to hear. So you know, sort of feel like kind of now. Yeah, I'm gonna talk to my dad and fucking. A month almost. Those are the tough ones, though. It's and, and and it's not like they're cut out, but it's just like I don't know. It's hard to explain because it's like, dude, your family is your blood. Your the ones you're closest to. Um, but sometimes it feels like the people you're closest to are the ones that you can't really. It's it's so it's crazy. It's a protection. But it's the opposite of what it should it's be. It's a protection. Because yeah. the people you're closest to are the ones you should be able to lay your, I was going to say before when we were talking about when you came back in town and and came in like, bro, I'm sorry. Hit me up if you want to hang out. And in the last part, you are like, slit my throat. Yeah. You know? Got it. And that position is a very vulnerable position to be in. Yeah. And 
I don't know. Sometimes it feels like with family, it's not that they won't be judgmental. It's it, it feels like judgmental. It's not though. It's more like scared for you or nervous for you. But when it's a when it's a buddy, like or even not even a close buddy, if it's just like a dude, sometimes it's easier. That's why I feel like in the Catholic religion when you go do the confessionals with the screen between you, mm-hmm. it's easier. You're not looking them in the eyes. With the whole cut out. You're not <laughs> you're not looking them in the <laughs> eyes. You're just saying it. You're just saying it to a dude. Like sometimes it's easier to just get it off your chest to someone that you're like, well, they're not close to me. They're not going to be hurt by what I said. They're not going to be affected by what I did. They're just listening to me. So you think therapy's a thing? People should go to therapy just to be able to get that out. Hey, I can say that I can say whatever the fuck I want to this person, and they're going to judge me, and it's not going anywhere else. Uh, I think that. For sure, therapy is a good thing. Mm-hmm. I don't. Was is that a debatable thing? Or are there people that think? You yeah, there's still people that think like the only shrinks and the they fuck with your mind or whatever. I don't have a problem with therapy, but you gotta be careful who you get your information from. Because when your neck's back and you're ready to slit it, mm-hmm. you're in a very vulnerable yeah. situation, yeah. and the person that you're talking to has a lot of weight. Speaking to your life, yeah. So I don't have a problem with therapy at all. I'm pro therapy. So the eight hundred uh, suicide line is. Mm. Uh, if you're calling the problem eight, with that is if you're is, calling the eight hundred you know suicide line though, you, you know there's a call center with people that have to take those. Calls. At least it's there. I if if there that if you're there. calling the suicide line, you've reached the last last resort. Like you have nothing. Left. Yeah, I've been plenty of times with a noose around my neck and fucking didn't ever think about the suicide line. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got people I love. I got, I got, I got my mom, man. She, she just came through, man. Hey, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Actually, I'm just gonna put this out there publicly now. Is hey, man. Uh, me and my mom had a super falling out. She said some very, very negative stuff. Uh, probably eight years ago. Didn't talk to her since. And uh, my mom's been there. She's always She was always there before then. And now she just stepped right in. Yeah. And she's been there thick and thin. Hey, whatever you need, whatever she can do. And that's how she's always been, man. So... Hey, she's she makes my top five for sure. To be able to reconcile with someone that you thought never you would, and also in your situation to reconcile and then become as close, bro, that's a gift. Hey, Amen. That's I'm a like, gift hey, to I'm have. Like, that. Hey, man. Hey. To come from where forgiveness, you... right? It's it's just forgiveness. It's exactly. like, hey, it's forgiveness is like what you did, and like what, whatever, 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 whatever. You want to make it right? Okay, show me now. To be honest, that's probably a better word because mm-hmm. when you reconcile, you could be indifferent. Like mm-hmm. you can reconcile and be like, "That's cool, we're fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at you, but I don't like you, and mm-hmm. whatever." Yeah, that's probably a better word for it. To for. To truly forgive, forgive someone. Just forgive. What's crazy is that you went through that forgiveness patch with your mom, and you just went through it on your own. No one asked well, you to I do it. Do, I kind of go, 
I kind of went through with you, though. A little bit, but you're already on your way there by the time we start talking about it. But that's a gift, to to be able to reconcile with your mom. You know what this crazy thing is, though? When you reconcile with some people, it almost kind of like sometimes burns bridges with other people. And you're like, what do I do here, man? And so I put the weight on love. Say, hey, at the end of the day, this is all love here. So if you're mad or if you're angry about me showing love or giving love to another person, you're probably in the wrong. You're probably in the wrong. And I'm not going to tell you that you're in the wrong. But you should probably reevaluate because there's a lot of love to give, man. There's a... there's Dude, as human beings, there's so much love to give. And it's so open there. And it's not love this or that. It's love. You can love both, man. And, and it's a hard thing for people to yeah, to grasp. They don't grasp it, dude. Well, they it's hard for it. people to be hap- to be authentically happy for someone else. Yeah. Um, because like what you're saying, usually it ripple effects into how does it affect my life. Mm-hmm. And usually when those people speak up, it's because it's affecting their life negatively. Yeah. Like, oh, you're reconciling with your mom. Well, that affects me three rings down differently because for whatever reason, I don't get to see you as much anymore. Oh, you're not going to be here for Christmas the whole time. You're going to have half your Christmas here, half your Christmas there. Like all those type of things bleed into, or God, dude, I'm the one that has been there for you your whole entire life. Now this person's come. All those type of things are mixed in. It's very difficult. I have a lot of different mixes too. I'm like, all right, let's go. Biological dad. I got my dad that's been there till I was 10. Adopted dad. And then I have my mom that's been there forever. The whole time. Regardless of if she did everything right. But, you know, she, she's she been there the whole time. Yeah. Until that time. And then I cut her out for eight years. Like, at the end of the day, I, with my life. I don't fucking care anymore, dude. At the end of the day, anybody that wants to be around my kids and wants to love my kids and their family, I'm going to allow them time to do so. That's when it goes back to what we were saying. Like, dude, at this point now, it's like, I just want to be around people that want to be around me. Yeah. This is a good pod, dude. I think so. That's fun. Yeah. I gotta take a piss. That's a goodie. Got yeah. into videos and buddy got all yeah. sad and shit. Oh, you made me fucking cry on the first. I thought you were going to be the first one to cry on the pod. I'll be the next. You fucking asshole. <laughs> For my real fans. <laughs>